Don't stay awake for too long. Don't go to bed. Yeah. Join us at Pajama Party where we talk about friendships, love, movies, and anything you can dream of. Heart to heart talks. We got ya. Get your jams on, cars. You're in for a girls' night with Charmaine, Janelle, Denise, and Lydia. Only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. And welcome back, guys. Uh, I'm Charmaine. I'm Janelle. I'm Denise. And I'm Lydia. And for today, we'll be talking about movies and shows, TV shows. Okay, let's talk about like the trending topics right now, like the trending shows and movies you guys have been hearing. Squid Game, off the top of my head, first one is like Squid Game. Yeah, literally all my friends are watching Squid Game. Yeah, and I feel like... My whole family as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Everyone has been asking me to watch it, but I personally feel like, like from what I've heard about it, it sounds so scary. Do you not think it's scary? I think the premise of it is so scary. I guess so, but like, okay, I'm someone who cannot really take gore, and it was pretty okay, like, there weren't scenes that I had to close my eyes or, like, hide behind my pillow. So I think that it's still an okay um degree of the bloodiness. But I think it's also, like, it helps that the set was very, like, beautifully done. Like, it's very pastel. So, you know, it adds, like, it helps to, like, it doesn't add the added tension. You know, like, in horror, there's, like, very dark, very scary, and, like, the feel of it, it makes it, like, kind of adds to the ambience of it. So I guess the pastel nurse of the set like really help in making it less scary so I think it's okay Lydia if you are considering to watch I'm just gonna put out there that like Parasite was really 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 scary for me oh my god <laughs> talking about Parasite thanks for bringing it back I think it's like one of my favorite movies so Parasite it's really? like so interesting like refreshing okay but you know Parasite I think it's a bit like M18 it's very funny because I watched it with my family and then when like some awkward part came out, oh my god, I just forgot it. <laughs> I can't man. I felt so Me too, my mom was there. <laughs> I don't know, every time there's this awkward scene, right? Or like M18 scene, I cannot man. Even though I'm like 21 guys, I just can't. I can't do it in front of my family. <laughs> yes, I guess. But are there any other trending shows that we can think? Oh, Shang-Chi. 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 Have you guys watched but- it? I watched it. Have you guys watched it? No. Oh my god, guys. Only me of everybody. <laughs> I watched two. It was good. You watched two? Oh, okay, great. Now we have at least one more person to talk this, about this movie. <laughs> Can you, like, tell me briefly? Oh, wait, wait. Disclaimer. It- We're going to talk about the movie, so if you haven't watched it, you can, like, skip this part. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, you can briefly say, because I want to watch it, right? But I haven't had time to head on to the cinemas to watch it yet. Can you give us some brief details about the movie? Brief details-wise, hmm, basically, this dude has been very low profile for his entire life until suddenly, suddenly his world just changes again. Then it just goes back to his past. Ah. And, I mean, you saw the poster, right? So he... Okay, I don't know. Do you watch the trailer also? No. Okay. I did. Uh, well, at least part of it, I think they featured him doing martial arts. So it again has something to do with his past. And eventually he has to resolve things in his past. And he gained, he basically gained the 10 rings after that. I don't know if this is, <laughs> if this is comprehensive and brief enough at the same time. But yeah, Charmaine, maybe you can elaborate more in case I spoil it. I think as a, as a summary, it has done its job of confusing me. Loudly <laughs> <laughs> making me excited for it. Okay, basically there's this guy who acts like he's a commoner, but he's actually very rich, has a good life, but he wants to become a... Is he a butler or something? No, he's not a butler. He's no, a valet butler. Yeah, he's a valet butler. Yeah. Come on, you're so oh, oh, what? Don't act like a commoner here, bro. Wait, a ballet what? Ballet, ballet. Like the, the hotel ballet. Oh, they oh, just drop yeah, off Yeah, you their know keys. he like help people park the car. Uh-huh. What kind of guy is this? You're so rich. And then you want to pretend to be a commoner, that kind. Like stealing people's job, bro. You are rich. You just go back. <laughs> Anyways. It's passion. <laughs> it's not. It's not his passion. He, okay, basically he was trying to escape his debt. That's why. 
So he went high school and everything, got his diploma, and then he was like working as this valet parker. Like actually, he's guilty rich. Yeah, and then his dad is like tracking him down because his dad is like the bad guy in the show. And then after that, his dad managed to find them because his dad is filthy rich and has a lot of power. So you see the rings, right, on him, right? It's actually his dad. Mm. Yeah. Wait, why? So he has 10 dad? <laughs> what? Is it because no, the beast say dad. he has 10 rings? So it's like... <laughs> no, 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 one dad, one dad. One dad. And basically, rings. right, the dad last time used to you hold this, uh, have this ring, sorry, and then he likes to... Like he attacked everybody, you know. He'll go back to Dynasty or that he's like immortal. Like he's it's immortal. a tracker? It, what tracker? I'm so lost. Do you listen to me, Lydia? Pay <laughs> <laughs> you so much attention. Okay, basically, the father had the ring at first, and the father used it to kill a lot of people, to attack a lot of regions and stuff. Like like whatever Dynasty, like whatever war and and last time right yeah she used that to conquer everybody so he's the bad guy and then the dad met this met the mother of Shang-Chi and then fell in love took out the rings and then he became better he didn't kill people and stuff and then the mother so because there's this whole period of him like killing people and all that right when he took out all the rings he's powerless right then people started to come back at him like come and haunt him and be like oh like like take revenge lah but during that uh-huh. time, right, only the the wife and the children at home and he, the husband, right, went to catch fish. I don't know where she goes. And then, like, they went to confront the wife, right? And the wife was like, he's not the same person anymore. And then the people go and kill the wife. Then the wife died. He got so mad. He got so angry. He put back the rings. He goes crazy again. He becomes a bad guy again. Then he teaches mm. his children to kill people and stuff. Yeah. So wait, and then, then Shang-Chi was one of the children that he taught to kill people. Yeah, there's only two mm. children now. So it's just Shang-Chi and uh-huh. the teacher. And then, basically, he, he... I think he... Did he kill? I can't remember if the Shang-Chi did kill last time when he was younger. But he wanted to run away from that. So he abandoned his sister with the dead father, right? Then mm. he ran away to live with himself in America. Then the sister hate him for life because the sister said that he abandoned she abandoned her and stuff. Wow, I'm retelling the whole story, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, rate it out of 10. Like, rate the whole show for Denise and Shemay. Rate it out of 10. Like, how would you recommend it or how would you rate the show? I would say 7, honestly. Okay. How does it compare to, like, other... Um, is, is Shang-Chi novel? It is, right? It is, it is. Mm-hmm. I think... It's, yeah. it's very... Cut this out. Chinese. I don't know what to say. It's very Chinese, like, they have, the, like, the jaw sticks and everything, you know, like, very, I guess it's very, like, inclusive into, like, the Asian Chinese culture and stuff. And then, you know, like, uh, you think about mystical creature, that kind of stuff. But I wouldn't say it's, like, super, super cool movie, but it's, like, a good movie. What about oh, you? I mean, you're rating very strict, yeah. <laughs> yeah, What's I yours actually honestly me? expected that more of it. Oh, I think mine was, okay, it was, like, 8.5, because I thought it was actually not bad. Like, the whole... The whole CGI and the plot was good. I think the delivery was also quite good. And I, I stayed for the end credits and like snippets for the next few movies. So I thought it was quite, it was quite, overall it was a very good wrap up of the whole thing. And it taught me quite a number of stuff also. I completely forgot about the post credit thing that Marvel does. Like they always the, yeah, It's the credits, right? Like connected to the Eternal. Because I didn't watch the credits actually. When you mean the Eternals, um, at least, you know, the Doctor Strange, the Huang, oh. came in, yes. And they were yeah. trying to say that, um, basically, whatever that's, when the power transferred from the father to uh, Shang-Chi, right, then suddenly it triggered, like, some, some universe issues again. Then they were trying to study what's wrong. But basically, they were saying, oh, their lives will never be the same again. Okay, very big. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be a lead-in for the next one, no? so they're just ready to, like, just live their own life and become su- superheroes already. No? Oh, oh, just, oh, not because, right, it's not just Shang-Chi who is going to save the world in his own way. His best friend, or I don't know if he's considered his girlfriend, will also be saving the world with him. Wait, is it Aquafina? No. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, out of context, Aquafina. Aquafina. Oh wait, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her, it's her. I it's Aqua I, Fida, I, right? I, first, I thought of the the Aqua Aquaman the person. Then I realized it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like the girl Aqua Oh, yes, oh that's yes, yes, cool. Okay, I was always curious about her role in the show because I I tried my best not to like touch any spoilers or like any anything Shang Chi related until I actually watch it. I'm struggling to like not reveal. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I feel like y'all did a good job Cause right After y'all said, said all this I still have no idea What to expect So it's like <laughs> Me too I have no idea What's going to happen though. Like I kind of get The storyline But at the same time Like in terms of The magnitude of a Marvel show Right And like how impressive It's gonna be I still have no idea So you know like You guys kind of got me Interested And I feel like Watching it even more So good job guys <laughs> Okay but for now We're gonna go for A really quick break We'll come back And we'll like dissect the different um streaming platforms like Netflix, Disney Plus and we'll talk about um shows that you guys can watch on those platforms even better for uh, sleepover parties. So you know stay tuned for that. It's a whole episode of spoilers. <laughs> I can't believe you said sleepover parties instead of pajama parties. Oh no <laughs> okay let me say it again. Um so you know perfect shows that you can watch at a pajama party <laughs> Okay, we'll catch you guys in a little bit. See ya! this time we are going to talk about you know the different streaming platforms that we all subscribe to and the movies on each of them that you can catch and one show that has been like that Lydia and I have been dying to talk about is The Kissing Booth Tree in one sentence I must say I hate it (laughs) I hated it too I totally agree I hate it okay so for some context Anel and I have been watching uh, all the Kissing Booth movies when they come out and I feel like they've gotten progressively worse. I think the second oh, one so was good because of Marco. Marco was a saving grace. You thought the second one was good? No, because of Marco but I think they like the whole plot around it was like quite messed up but I like because Marco like added a new feel to the show. <laughs> it's like uh, what's, what's the movie called? To all the boys I've loved before it just get progressively worse. Hey, hey no, I like the third one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like, like the first all the boys I loved before. I like it, it's so soft and cute. <laughs> I really like the first one though. The rest is like I don't really like it. No, it's so different. The kissing booth. It's like kissing booth. The first one is not bad, and then like it gets worse too. To me, like, mm. I just think it gets too much, like too cliche and stuff. Himself. Oh, okay, I know. I kind of get what you mean. And I feel like they all have the second male lead, like the like the second male lead syndrome, is it? Where you feel sorry for the second male lead. So in To All The Boys was the John Ambrose. And then in Kissing Booth, it was uh, Marco. Which I really like Marco, by the way. I really, really like John Ambrose. <laughs> Wait, I forget what the, the main lead, the guy name uh. Joey. No, I, I, know the, I know the girl... Name is Joey. I forgot what's the guy's name. Uh, the ex- <laughs> yeah, he's no. <laughs> I forgot the actual name, but he's dating Jacob. Kia, Kia, Jacob Ilorius. Yeah, Oh, bro, I'm gonna say Jacob Sartorius. <laughs> please, please. All the me. names. Yeah. Jacob, right? He dated. Wait, can we talk about such how a bad reputation? Yeah, can we talk about how he dated jo- Joey? Right, the main lead yeah. girl. Yeah. And then they broke up and they still have to continue filming the show. Yeah. Wait, they were together? Like, ever? Yeah, in the first movie, they were already yeah. together. Oh. And then I think the second movie almost, they already broke up, but they still have to continue with this franchise. So funny. I guess they're being paid well, so you know. Yeah, but I could never. <laughs> Maybe and that's why they put in different love interests for um Jacob in the show. Chloe yeah, is it. Probably. That's- <laughs> for both of them. And- for, for oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marco and then for Noah it's whoever the girl is <laughs> Netflix be stirring the pot yeah but I feel like okay the show is very um there's like a lot of criticism surrounding it and I completely agree with like most of it 
like most of the critics because they say like oh it shows like really unhealthy relationships and things like that and you can tell that like by the time like the third the third one came along they like tried to downplay the the unhealthy the red flags <laughs> yeah like the fighting and stuff like that right uh, yeah and plus they wanted to show like oh just because you like someone doesn't mean they have to return your feelings blah blah, blah. and like they tried to have like Marco and Joey be like super like whatever close like besties yeah like friends but then you know like he's like super accepting or whatever but I really 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 hated how they just like do that all away when they like they've had so much tension right <laughs> <laughs> no I hated the ending scene when they just hinted that Noah and Joey is this a spoiler this is a spoiler never mind <laughs> okay, you all it's can okay, just search up ending me. for kissing booth <laughs> I don't it's a very unconclusive that. ending. It's like something that you have to um to but infer. Ending. It's like did I really just wait three seasons to see this kind of ending? No. Yeah. <laughs> My God, I hate endings like that. It's just a three part series. Uh, like a uh, trilogy, rom com trilogy. Yeah, thing. it's like a three standalone movie. There won't be a follow up with it. Like no, forever? I don't. I don't oh, think no. so. It feels like. For the last one, right? Okay, the only part I liked, right? It was like it was more focused on Elle, like the main female lead. It was more focused on her. But at the same time, there were so many like other side, like side subplots. So there was Lee and his girlfriend. There was the Jacob, uh, what's his name? In the show he's called Noah, but it's by Jacob and Chloe. And then there was like her and the university plot line. And that's her and Marco. And then there's just like so many. Oh, and there's her and Lee also. So you know, like there's so many like ongoing like oh, plot lines within mm. the show that it feels a bit too much. Like give the poor girl a rest. Okay, like girl is like struggling so many things on a plate. And she has her boyfriend, she has a best friend, her best friend's girlfriend to worry about, her boyfriend's girl best friend to worry about, and her like, and a guy who has like feelings for her, you know. Yeah, but I feel like it's so unnecessary. Like, they they try to, like, make it seem like it's, like, so many things that she can't deal with it, right? But it's, like, people deal with that, like, normally. <laughs> She's making, like, a really big deal of, like, things. And also, like, the whole university thing. Why are you even putting it that <laughs> choosing between your relationships to decide where you go for uni is a choice? In the first place, it shouldn't be presented as a choice. It should just be straightforward. Like, you go to whichever uni you want to go to because that's what the uni has, like, because of what the uni offers and not because of who you're going to be close to, you know? Like, I think in that aspect, right, to all the boys portrayed it better in the third one because, you know, like, Lara Jean was, like, deciding, oh, is it um NYU or if it's, like, where is it? Where's the one that... Um, Noah Centineo went Okay whatever But like So she was like In that um Whole um Conflict You know like Should I go Cause like Harvard um, right You only Harvard Harvard was 10.5 Was quite a big school But she didn't make it in And like You can kind of see That she was gravitating Towards NYU But eventually She went NYU You know So it's like it's kind of like they show like, oh, you know, in life that you do have these kind of considerations to take, um, like to think of. Lah. But like, it's not like the deciding factor for her. It was just like, oh, she had to consider her boyfriend's feelings and whatnot, all that kind of thing. But in the end, she still like ultimately chose like what she really wants. Whereas for that one, right, it dragged like for kissing booth, it dragged like painfully long. It was like, oh, I'm going to have to um hurt Lee. I'm going to have to hurt um what's that Jacob. And just like, it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like how like throughout all the movies, right, it's always like their friendship goes into jeopardy because she decides to choose somebody else over Lee. Yeah, it shouldn't have to be this way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just... Uh, and I just have to say, right, that it gave me so much hope because at the end of Kissing Booth 2, there was this like scene with Marco looking at them, right, at the, the graduation <laughs> scene. And he was like, wow, sparkle, Marco, right? And then after that, it's like, oh, you're like, oh, no, drama, drama with like Marco, you know, in the picture. But like his screen time in the third one, right, was like pathetic. <laughs> there was no beef. There was like very minimal beef. So I was a bit disappointed. They yeah. tried to escalate it, but no. Yeah, it just... <laughs> it just straight really rejection. Really but, okay, so I guess you can say that those are, like, The Kissing Booth is definitely not any of our favourite movie. But I do recommend to all the boys. I cried watching the third one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> John Ambrose, yay! <laughs> yeah, but I was just curious, like, what are your favourite movies of all time? Let's go by categories. Romance, mystical, I don't know. Guess what is it? There's wolves and vampires involved. It's a movie. Oh my god, no. Twilight. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I love Twilight. Oh my Favorite god. Favorite movie. I 
I love it. I was like, I watch Twilight as a comedy, you know? Like, I love it. The movie reviews is so bad, but I actually love it. Okay, why do you love it? Dude, I tell you last time, I like to pretend when Singapore is raining and I'm in the bar. Right, I'm like in Fox High School. Okay. And then, remember when the fan blew the hair and then Edward is like, Yeah! <laughs> oh my I god. I like to pretend so I had that high school, okay, when I was in my secondary school stuff, right? Or stand in front of the fan and pretend that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. That, makes, that scene makes me laugh so hard because Edward just looks like he's gagging. <laughs> oh my god. No, do you see the memes? They were like, Oh my god, when Bella smells like, really bad like yeah Bella has a funky smell <laughs> yeah honestly all the Twilight movies really made me crack up but I have to say like especially like the last movie yeah Breaking Dawn was really good yeah it was so and you know what so many people want to have a Twilight wedding I kind of want it to like the outdoors and everything also free Jules if you're hearing this <laughs> yeah but it's actually like quite funny if you think about it like how young they are. Can we talk about Shark Boy though in the movie? Oh, in the Lanta. Wait, are you are you Team Jacob or Team Edward? Nessa, you gave my daughter a lot of nickname or something. <laughs> Funny, you nicknamed my daughter out oh, after yeah. the Lotsness monster. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Nessie, is that me? It's Nessie who wanted me there. <laughs> That's the, that's the, um, wait, what's the line with Loka? <laughs> no, I watched the movie so many times that I can't even say all this. This oh. one. Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? Oh my god. I'm sorry, I find it so funny. But yeah, please answer my question. Are you team Jacob or team Edward? Actually, I don't have a favorite, but I think I would be team Jacob. Because at least this guy has some blood in his face and he looks warm. Edward looks like he's dying, bro. With his pale face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it kills me. Help. Have both of you, um, have Jenna and Denise watched, like, the whole Twilight before? No, I've watched, like, no. parts of it. You know, like, people go and cut on TikTok, right? And I've seen, especially the head, the head. What do you call it? The, the wall. Was that a wall or something? Like oh, a, not say a war. Yeah, the fight. Yeah, then there was like headless or like something. They had like the vision, and they're like, okay, no, no, no. Then, yeah, I saw that part. That's all. Yeah. That was probably one of the best parts. Like when I was watching that, I I'd be like, whoa, can rival Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that? Oh my god, is that controversial to say? Wait, a little wait. bit. Partially joking. Wait, can I ask? You watch Vampire Diaries? No. No. Well, I've heard think, so much about it though. I think during that part of like whatever that year, right? Like this whole vampire wolf thing was so popular. Oh, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, around there, I guess. Mm, yeah. I was reading a lot of Wattpad stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, talking about Wattpad, I heard of the there's this author who wrote her who wrote a story of her falling in love with Harry Styles or something. Wait, I know, I know, movie. it's after, it is it? Movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I follow this, I follow this so much. Cause I, I, okay, I finished reading the whole Wattpad, not because I'm a One Direction fan, okay? It's just because like, I was curious about like where this show originated from. So I'm going to read the, the book. And it was like so toxic of a relationship that it made me go crazy for a little bit. I had to like take a breath, right? I'm like, get off myself. Because I was like, what on earth? But I feel like the movies, right, were like a lot more hmm, mellow. <laughs> I didn't like the movies. They haven't the third installment that just came out. Oh really? I know. Yeah. But I just remember the first one, it's like it's just weird, man. <laughs> you know the first one was bad. Honestly, I only read the Hollywood drama of like what um uh the author went to send out the invite to Harry Styles and then people were like, Who wants to go to a movie? You're such a stalker and crazy person thinking that you're falling in love with Harry Styles and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was reading all the Hollywood drama, that's all. <laughs> I think like Because in the book right Like the turning point Okay I guess I can spoil it Because not a lot of people Are watching it right So in the book It was like how They made a bet Over um the girl's V card And then she found out That mm-hmm. kind of thing you know But whereas in the show It was something just to do About a lie That like oh I, I bet that like Oh you can't make you Fall in love with me So like in that sense right When you reach the climax Of the show And like when that all came Like, like the reveal right I feel that it was a bit like underplayed 
<laughs> it looks very dramatic because it's like, oh, you made a bet whether or not you can fall in love with me. Like, like it's so um like the in terms of the just the drastic um effect, right? Like compared to the book and the show, it's very different. But I think like the feedback, because a lot of people were looking forward to the show. So the feedback after the first movie came out was like taken into consideration. And the subsequent movies were a lot more rated, which is like more similar to um the book, the Wattpad version of it. Wait, I'm curious, did the Wattpad really write like somebody's in love or dating Harry Styles or something? They just wrote it, okay, but like when I read it already, right, it wasn't like Harry anymore. They changed it to Hardin. So it was like the name of the actor, like the character name uh, of the okay. show. So like, I, I'm not very sure how it was before, but it just seemed like it was like a storybook, you know? So it was like a, just like a romance, like a regular romance book to me. I cannot imagine like the author writing herself following in Harry Styles and like creating all these things in her mind. And then she invite Harry Styles. Like honestly, I would think this person is psychotic. And obsessive. It's offensive. <laughs> you, oh, what's this called? Oh. Yeah. I feel like that's freedom uh... of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of scary though, to be honest. Mm. That's oh, true. But, yeah, I think, I think it depends. Eh. Like, at least the fandom wasn't very against it or very supportive. Because I heard like in the Chinese, in the, the Chinese novel site, when they wrote something like that, it caused like a huge ruckus instead. Then the even the agencies got involved just to explain like, this is just a fanfic. It's not supposed to cause so much drama. Oh. No, but that's the thing. It's a fanfic, right? So fans thrive off this kind of fiction things where it's like their relationship with the idol like becomes, you know, written down. It's like something that they can process, I guess. You know what I mean? So like they thrive off this kind of story. That's why the show's had pretty good reception. Do you ever think about how weird it is like to experience this like as a famous person? Like people are just writing stories about you. I mean, just imagining, just imagine right now, you have an obsessive fanboy who is obsessed with you and he wrote this whole storybook about falling in love with you and you guys are together and stuff. Honestly, I'll be freaked out. I'll be super scared of this person. Mm. I'm just scared of this person. I, I, I would be lah. Hmm. Uh, Makes sense. Okay, hmm. but going back to the question, since Shamit answered her favourite show, right? What about the rest of us? What is our um ultimate, like, favourite movie? Sorry. <laughs> We're going by categories, right? Let's do Marvel or DC first. I think my choice is really... It's quite mainstream. It's uh, Thor 3. Is it the Ragnarok one? Uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Mm, yeah, that one is... Oh, cool. I love the Ragnarok one. Because he cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like... That one was just really funny. And it was it was very enjoyable to watch. Mm, I agree. I, I mean, I cannot remember any plot, but... <laughs> um, I only know that that movie left a very good impression. Mm. Yeah, and I, re- I I think out of all, even like Endgame and all that, yeah, the feeling for Thor Ragnarok was like the strongest out of all. In general, I really like the movies that the Thor Ragnarok director has produced. Like Taika Waititi, I don't know if you know him. He oh, directed <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. And Jojo Rabbit is a really, really good movie. Okay, I really got a lot of things to add to my to watch list. <laughs> <laughs> like it's about um, World War Two, and Taika Waititi himself is in a film and he plays Hitler. Okay, that's all the premise I'm gonna give. But it's a really, <laughs> it's a really interesting and really good movie, and it's really like the it's a it's supposed to be a comedy, but it made me cry mm. for like half an hour in the cinema. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Disney is very like all the like general ones that you grew up with just kind of I mean it's still like what I like la. like okay Rapunzel's not that bad actually Tangled 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 yeah. is like, mm. Yeah. Mm. except when they cut her hair and her hair cannot grow anymore and she just looks ugly with that haircut oh my god right what? like the haircut oh my gosh straight away flaming the haircut controversial the haircut is just Super short and ugly. Like, exactly. At least cut it like, like same length or something. Uh. Do you see it's uneven. Meme? It's uneven. Do you see the memes where they were like, he could have cut like anywhere like lower and she would have like more hair? Exactly. <laughs> but he cut it so short. And it's like, for what? I would just literally scold <laughs> if you just cut like a tiny bit my day ends I also can also can already you need to cut the entire hair 
It was so okay, like a dramatic effect, like, but like I was like, come on, Eugene, you have one job, at least do a nice, nice, nice cut, right? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like like either Tango or Moana are probably like my favorite movies. I can't choose. Okay, so I'm like an avid Disney fan, right? And I thrive off watching Disney shows, even though I'm already 22, but like whatever. <laughs> so like I really love High School Musical, Camp Rock. Um, there's this show called Ice Princess, which I really like as well. And I feel like they're mostly like Disney originals. Oh, and I really like Princess Diaries. Like Princess Diaries is like my go-to feel-good movie. Like whenever I'm super sad, right? I just have to watch like Princess Diaries and I feel okay. Like it puts me back together. <laughs> That's so, so sweet. I don't know. Okay, first of all, Anne Hathaway does a good job, like in every show that she is in. But Seeing her so young, right, and like growing up with Princess Diaries kind of like adds a special um feel to that show to me. Um, High School Musical is kind of like a everybody loves it. Camp Rock also. It's just a matter of like, Ef- are you Team Zac Efron or Team Jonas Brothers? <laughs> oh my goodness! So my first ever, I think I think because High School Musical came out first, right? So at that point, I was like, wow, Zac Efron is the is the um wow the most handsome guy ever. And then when I saw the Jonas Brothers, I was like. Oh, Nick Jonas, but like, okay, he's married now. So there goes my childhood dreams of Nick Jonas. I'm so sad, but whatever. Franca is so pretty. <laughs> I literally like am a simp for Nick Jonas. You know the song introducing me from Camp Rock, right? Like, I know it worked forward because I was such a big fan of him. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Okay, but we'll save the song for another day. Denise, what's your favorite Disney movie? I think I gotta put it out there. I don't have a lot of favorite stuff. So it's okay. Favorite, if I have to say, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite, but I can say like one movie that I really like is I think I'll just talk about Thor right now. Also, honestly, because like for cartoon movies, I mean, I grew up with those. I really enjoy watching cartoon movies, but none of them really stood out. Yeah, then but for you know, just like when you mentioned Tango, right? I think I also really enjoyed that movie a lot. Yeah, but. Again, it's just what I just watch it once in a while. Then it's just oh, it's nice to see. <laughs> Most of it was because I I don't know maybe I realize like plots are nice to watch, but they don't happen in real life. Or that's the depressing part. But the fun part is I can see all the action and all the all the romance, all the different types of um CGI that they can do. Mm, that's true. That's true. Uh, I feel like what you're saying now is that you prefer documentaries. <laughs> I sound so old <laughs> Yeah, I think I hmm, I think I watch more dramas But I also don't watch that much also So hmm, The last documentary is Madan Sarah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go support Madan Sarah When it comes out, guys Anyways, you can probably tell us more about like Your dramas or your favourite shows In the next segment But for now, we're going to take a break Yeah, but we'll be back show today we are going to be talking about the remaining platforms like netflix and we have like k-dramas and series that we are all very interested in so shemaine let's get started i think right now i'm watching hell's kitchen because the new season came out and yeah, i watched like the previous seasons and stuff and i'm like every time there's this new episode right you always hate somebody in the show <laughs> and it's either your team red or team blue I love i'm always team red Oh really? Because the girls are at the beginning they always put yeah. the girls into red and then the guys and the blue. And then when they mix the team, right, I don't really like it really. Like they they put people into different teams. Uh, I think my favorite season, my favorite season for Hell's Kitchen was the one with Michelle and Elise and Nick. Oh my you remember god. The drama? I, hate <laughs> I hate Elise. She's so scary. She's like so angry all the time. I think people want she to like crazy eyes. She has She's literal crazy, crazy eyes. <laughs> I love the part where Nick was like by Felicia at her. It was so funny. I cannot like oh Nick is so I like neutral. Nick, yeah. I love yeah. I was so sad when he didn't win. But like I guess like the new season of Hell's Kitchen is pretty chill. Like there wasn't much drama and I yeah. I the latest season is the, the younger generation people, right? Yeah, correct. 
they're all like 21, 20. Yeah, our ages. Yeah, dude, I cannot imagine myself being in the competition. The stress is so much. That's true, that's true. Mm. But okay, like a show I've been watching on Netflix. Or rather, I watched it all in a day, like all episodes in a day, and it's Squid Game. I was really looking forward to it before it came out. Because you know, like on TikTok, they were posting the trailer and stuff like that, which is the doll turning around and shooting people and all that kind of thing, right? I think that part like got my attention together with the set. Like it was very pretty, you know, like what I said just now. And I think I really like sat through the whole thing in one go because it was, it's just so like suspenseful. You knew there's going to be like one winner. So it was like, actually it was kind of obvious who was going to win. But at the same time, it's like, you grow attached to all the side characters who are kind of like main, you know, like they're like the main group of them. So yeah, I think generally like the show was very well planned, like in terms of the concept, in terms of the execution, it was really good. And actually, I read this Instagram post. They covered this topic or this idea that apparently Squid Game, the director behind the Squid Game, he worked in the advertising industry before. If I'm not wrong, he should be the director or the scriptwriter. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he was just saying that the people in pain, they are the clients. And then the players, right, are considered the advertising agencies, if I didn't remember wrongly. So basically, everyone's just fighting for the deal, fighting for the money with their own ideas. And it's just very competitive, but it, <laughs> it's, like it's supposed to be a parallel between the two worlds, which I thought was quite interesting. So after finals, <laughs> I'm just going to watch. What an analogy, honestly, because I've worked in the advertising agency you see before, right? And it's okay, the show is a lot more drastic, but I can see the link, like what you're trying to say, but it's also like a bit of a huh? <laughs> yeah, but he quit his agency, like advertising agency, and then he, I think that's around that period that he started to write this Squid Game plot. Yeah. Ah. So maybe he experienced a lot of things behind the scenes that he thought that this would be an interesting way to represent. I'm like, a little bit surprised by this. But at the same time, I'm not. Like, I can see the link. But it's kind of sad also. Like, there's like 456 of them who like risk their lives for a lot of money. And it's it's sad that even though they had a choice, like, eventually they still wanted to battle it out for the money. And like, yeah, it's just very sad. Like, watching that part, right? That certain episode. I think it was episode 2 or episode 3. Like, maybe in between those. It's just very heartbreaking to see that, like, money is a very big issue and concern to, like, a lot of people out there who are, like, in debt or, like, are struggling to feed their families. And so, like, this show highlighted it in, like, a very impactful way that people are willing to, like, risk their lives in exchange for money. Yeah, and I heard, like, more than that, even if you decide not to play the game, your real life is just as bad. You are still risking your life because of the debt that you're in. Yeah. So play the game. Yeah, so it's really quite heartbreaking. It's but like I... a no-lose situation. <laughs> lose-lose. <laughs> yeah, lose-lose. You lose either way. You know what I mean? So it's like, like they got nothing much to lose already, so they were like, might as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but let's bring it back to, like, something a bit more light-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm someone who watches like exclusively rom-coms, comedies, and I've pretty much gone through like the list of like all the American ones, like The Office, Modern Family, Community, Parks and Rec. Mm. I'm just wondering like, have you watched any of those? I watched Modern Family before it even came out on Netflix, or before there was even Netflix, you know, I have to watch like an illegal website and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love Modern Family. I think it's so funny, and they're very, they are very inclusive. Yeah. And like they talk about the stuff that like offensive but funny. Yeah. But not offensive at the same time, yeah. Oh, but do you watch reality TV? I will talk about Kardashian. I do watch keeping up with the Kardashian. Have you like followed them since like season one or Yeah, actually I did, you know. Seriously? I watched them. Yeah. There's so many seasons. I like the beginning seasons, you know. The beginning season is like very real. Like they just film any day. Mm. And like they take videos or like they document like the actual like mm. like their everyday life. No, I feel like right now it's super scripted. Like they kind of say, "Oh, we're famous on this day, so we better make our day look interesting. Yeah. We, we go out and stuff." You know, I don't like it. So I think the it's more interesting back then. When I watch it, like, I'm just very amused by the way they talk. Yeah, and then they always like shake the salad. <laughs> what? I shake the what? Salad. Oh, yeah, yeah, they always, salad. Yeah, they always eating salad in the show. I don't know why. It makes me mm. feel like eating salad, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. It does. It does, right? No, I was like, oh, I want to eat the salad they're eating. I think my
Kendall showed the parents the a photo album and like I want to become a model. And then Kylie did the same. <laughs> then they were like, Kylie was so angry, like, why you don't care about me? I also want to become a model. <laughs> and she showed she her album and stuff. It was so funny. So dramatic. I love you. <laughs> oh, oh, another part, the best part is the one where Scott Disick was cheating and then like the whole family was like talking about it. Yeah, I love the drama. Man. I love the, um, the you are cute jeans, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. But any other like reality TV shows that you all have been watching? I mean, obviously, like, there's, like, Love Island, The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Oh, my God, I don't really like The Bachelor. It's, like, how are you going to find the love of your life? You you kiss 10,000 girls, and then you're, like, oh, my God, this is the one. Because she has the best kiss ever. Now I'm in love with one, you marry her. What? Doesn't make sense. And then everyone is, like, all the girls is trying to, like, seduce the guy to choose them. They're just doing so much to make this guy fall in love with him. Like, do you really have to kiss the guy to make this guy fall in love with you. It's kind of weird. Then do you like the bachelor, right? It's the same though. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's just the girl kissing 10,000 guys now. It's always like the first episode that's the funniest because like they always have the first intro, the first impression scene, that one. Yeah, the one they have to give the roles, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there was this one girl who faked an accent. Or like guy. I think it was a girl. This one girl faked an Australian accent, I think. And then afterwards, like, they interviewed her. She was like, oh, yeah, no, the accent's fake. Attention. <laughs> yeah. I think it's quite funny. But what about, like, Oh, love- my God. Love I Island. love Love Island. Island. Like, I watched the Australia version, right? The first season. The very, like, not so very OG. I think it's quite early. Like, Love Island, Australia. And, like, okay, honestly, when I watched it, right, my boyfriend still, like, asked me to stop watching it because it's quite trashy. But, like, <laughs> it's... A bit sad also. Okay, like, I kind of understand the concept. It's like, they have no contact to the outside world. They're being thrown in the villa. And, like, all they have is, like, to interact among with the, like, the people in the house. That kind of thing. So, like, they catch feelings very easily. But, like, I don't know if you all watch this. Okay, I, I watched Love Island actually because I like the commenter. Like, he's funny. So, that's why I enjoyed the season. But at the same time, it's like, you see the girls just, like, change guy at every, like, what do you call it? Matching, is it? The the recoupling and it's just like are you, are you like there for the game and stuff like that so it's like when when they came out of the game like when you, I checked their socials right most of them weren't together anymore except for like this one couple Josh and Amelia and everyone were like oh y'all are just playing the game you know so I just feel like in that short period of time it's very hard to know uh, and it's a lot of people go on there to like promote themselves or their brand which is a bit like yeah then they become like influencers online yeah, yeah. oh my god it's a catchphrase though so oh, I'm putting all, all my eggs into the basket <laughs> <laughs> okay so Denise what kind of shows do you watch like it doesn't have to be um like a reality show what's your favorite type of show that you like to watch okay I don't really watch a lot of shows or movies but I think the last movie I watched was something called Animal World yeah and then Animal World was it is nothing it has nothing to do with animals at all but it's something like this guy has his own traumatic experience since young like he was just having dinner one day and then some random dudes just came in to basically kill his parents and when they while they were killing his parents then they made him sit in front of the tv to watch this cartoon guy killing random monsters then because of this whole traumatic scene every time he gets stressed he will start to see everyone else and everything else become uh, basically the monsters also then he will become the he will become the the cartoon character that's killing all the monsters yeah and so he becomes a murderer he isn't a murderer at all but interestingly what happens is he's actually very smart and it's to the point where he got out of the game and he brought two other friends with him and the game came about because he had a friend that asked him to lend him money to buy a house. But then somehow the friend ran off with the money. Yeah. And just nice, the people who the people who came down to kill his parents ended up being the owners, the runners of the game also. Yeah. <laughs> oh, plot twist. No, I think it's, yeah, plot it's twist. kind of similar to the Squid Game theory mm. also. Yeah. Mm. And meanwhile, for like recent shows, I think 
the latest one that I happened to catch while I was walking past the TV when my parents were watching is Penthouse. Yeah. Oh, um, Penthouse. K-drama. Yeah. Ooh. And I found out that Penthouse is a dark hole too. I didn't know that it was... I, I didn't know it was very addicting, but I think the plot was good. Every five minutes or something, there was just something new. And... Mm a new revelation happens or we just find out like there's another dark secret that this whole Hera palace that all the elites all the elite Koreans are staying in heights la. Correct. so everyone is rich but they probably have their own means of being rich or they did something wrong which they're trying to cover up with more Mm-mm-mm. more bad things <laughs> Penthouse ratings were so high when it was out in Korea because like at the same time I was watching this K-drama called Voice it's like multiple seasons so by the time it reached the season 4 which was the one that was concurrent with Penthouse it's like they really had like a very big um, following like a, a very big like viewership so in that sense like it overtook Penthouse ratings so I guess like you know at that point it was like a competition of um K-drama ratings yeah so I definitely recommend Voice it's kind of like a thriller it's like a, a bit scary it's like very gory I don't know why I, I like to watch this kind of show even though I cannot <laughs> take it but it's like serial killer stuff where like police and then like they're trying to figure out the case that kind of thing so yeah that was my k-drama recommendation but i know that shemaine has lots of um romantic k-drama recommendations actually if they want it's not that romantic though it's like towards the end it's romantic but like in the beginning it's more like revenge and stuff Hmm. um like people with like uh bullying like in school that was bullied and then like it's just revenge and taking revenge for his father and stuff and it's a lot on like people with status and money taking advantage of other people and stuff so yeah that's why like this movie became one plus and I just remember after this movie when this movie just came out like a lot of people like my friends and people I see on social media cutting their hair like Park So Jun I hope you guys (laughs) wear it right now because you just know how you look like back there. Um, it's a good movie though. I love it. I mean, so TV show, TV show, K drama, K drama. Fun fact: My dad tried the hairstyle too. <laughs> the hairstyle is recommended. Oh my lord! <laughs> I think like K drama hairstyles are very influential. Like if they have the perm look, right? Then suddenly everyone has the perm look, and then suddenly if like someone has like the super short like it's called a bow cut or like a bust cut, right? And suddenly everyone else has like a bow cut or bust cut. But I mean. If you look good in it, then you can keep doing that hairstyle. I feel like I mostly watch like the the like super super popular ones, like uh the descendants of the sun. Oh my lord, mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the guy's name, but he was hot. But I like Dong the- Yeah, I like the second lead model, the other guy. Oh the ten guy. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I watched um um the something from the stars. You who came from the start. Okay, yeah. I almost said the fault in our stuff. Yeah, I watched that one and, and I watched the mermaid one also. I'm sorry, I don't know the names of Is it Bright of Habit? No, it's not. There's one mermaid one where like the girl is a mermaid and the guy is a scammer. <laughs> oh what? It's pretty popular. It's the girl from You Who Came from the Stars with the guy from Okay, I don't know where the guy is from. But he's a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so big. <laughs> I watch Running Man also. <laughs> Korean variety shows are built different. Like, legit, the budget. I used to watch a lot of Running Man. But I'm going to say, Constance is going to be so. Yeah. I wonder how, what, like, what it's going to be like after he leaves. But sometimes it feels like he's like carrying the show on his shoulders. But I really appreciate the older members also. Hmm. <laughs> I also watched a uh, weightlifting fairy. <gasps> oh my god, Namjoo Hyo! Namjoo Hyo! I know Namjoo Hyo from school 2015. Yes, yes, correct. The one with Yuk Sangjae inside. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's him, the same guy. But honestly, I kind of shook apart. I was like, why is his name called Namjoo Hyo and the other girl? I remember they dated in real life for a while, but they broke up. Oh, really? They dated in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. She's so pretty. Oh my god, mm. can I say in like primary school or something, or secondary school, I used to love Bethany Mota. You know who said <gasps> The YouTuber, I know. Yeah. Then they had like the YouTube festival, right, with her. And then there was like, is his name Tyler Oli? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, Tyler, yeah. 
me. And like Choi Suban, oh yeah, Bethany yeah. was quite big. I then. remember, I think the first time I ever bought Starbucks was because of Bethany Mosa. <laughs> wow. I think she said what, caramel macchiato or something. Caramel. I was like, oh my god, I need that. So I, <laughs> I became a Bethany Mosa fan. Uh-huh. And then she would give like giveaways, oh my god. All- I want to say that I was a Choi Sivan fan from the start. Me too! Ooh. Okay, I remember when he got famous. Because like, I think like, you know who Dan and Phil are? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Dan, I think, posted on Facebook or something. And he was like, check out this guy, he's so funny. And then he tagged Choi Sivan. And then I was curious, that's why I wanted to see Choi Sivan. And then that was like, when he like, he started getting famous. Yeah. So very proud of that. Part of how far he's come. <laughs> yeah, it's like he used the to be OG this like super YouTuber. young, super young guy, right? He was like yeah, so, but he's so changed cool. so much, and he's like he's so cool now. Very proud. Huh? He's so like artistic now, right? He's like wow, he's like leading like um fashion trends and stuff. What wow, I miss yeah. Troy. <laughs> when he like when he like released his first album, I had it on like repeat for like a few months. Eh. I was really like, oh my god, wow, so good. <laughs> Well, it's been a long time. Those are like the OG, OG, yeah, like what Shum said, the OG YouTubers. But yeah, I guess that's pretty much all of our recommendations. Yeah, we really went from like movies to TV shows, reality TV, things you can find on Netflix and Disney Plus, and to YouTube videos. So, you know, like, I guess it's a good way to de-stress or if you're having a pajama party, you can put any of these shows on. Um, if we had a guy on the show, they'd probably recommend a horror movie so that the girls can, like, hold them or something. I don't know. It's not, like, <laughs> such a guy thing to say, but, like... <laughs> but anyway, so those are our recommendations. If there are any movies that um you want to recommend us, you can always send them to us on Instagram at Radio Pals. Tell us if you want us to do a movie review next time. <laughs> we will write a full, like, a full unbiased review <laughs> for you of your choice. When we are freer and not so busy with school. Yeah, okay. So that's pretty much today's episode. Congratulations, Shamin, on your first day of internship. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. I love it. I actually am so excited. And everybody, like, let's just push on. You left, like, four more weeks of school. Oh, my God, four more weeks of school. And this is our, like... Almost the, towards the end of our show. So everyone who's listening, your time with us is limited. If you want us to answer any of your burning questions, you can send it in next um Sunday night when we post the poll, the question poll on our IG story on Instagram. Okay, till then, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Tune in to Pajama Party on Spotify every Friday here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite.